Oh, did you see the penalty decision, the first one? Oh my God. I would have been What's so going mad. on? Everything nowadays is a penalty, and this is not even a foul, not even close. And he's a young defender. Like, I would have been God. so mad. It's shoulder to shoulder, and he just goes down and gets the penalty. It's, he, just ant- he just anticipated the move and put his body in front. Like, it's not right. Uh, it's actually it's good defending. It's great defending. Welcome to the halftime talk. This time is a special, so I'm doing the introduction. Everything is different today. And me and Cyril, Cyril, first of all, how are you? I'm doing good, Lucas. Thank you for asking me. How are you? I'm good too. Thanks for asking me too. I like that. So, like I said, today is everything. Do you like to do the introduction? Now, if you let me do it, then yes. But I'm not done yet. So, today is everything a little bit different. So we're going to talk about the Champions League and the Champions League is halfway through. That's why we're going to talk about it in halftime talk. The group stage is over and we're going to discuss what went wrong for one, uh, some teams and what went well. And I would say we go right into it, no? Uh, exactly. Thank you. That was great, Lucas. So Group A. We start with Group A. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. I, I forgot to put the timer on. Oh, see, I, I didn't know I have to do that too. Yeah, you had to explain. 15 minutes. Ready? Three, two, one. Let's go. All right. Group A. In Group A, we have Bayern, Atletico, Salzburg, and Moscow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say no surprise there. Bayern first. Atletico had to go to like a kind of a final in Salzburg. Did you watch that game? The Salzburg game? Yeah. No, I I watched like the second half, and honestly, like Salzburg, had, they had chances, man. They, they, I know, I I knew it would be difficult for Atletico to go there. They they could have done it, honestly. Yeah, and and but you know what? It was perfect again. Diego Simeone. It was one zero halftime, and then they score on the counter at like the 80th minute, and that's it. But that's what that's what I saw when I looked at the score and when the, the goals happened, that's exactly what I saw. Already last year Salzburg uh did really well against Liverpool. Yeah. So they're getting closer to make the group stage, but not this year yet. J- Jesse Marsh is a man. Uh, you, uh, I know. you know there's like a rumors that he's gonna go to uh, Leipzig? No. Yeah. But only if Nagelsmann goes because yeah, he's yeah. doing great there too. Yeah. Once he's out, he apparently he's, he's the next one. That could be true because he was there as an assistant two years ago and then he went to Salzburg. So okay. this whole Red Bull factory is going well. <laughs> what do you, can, can I get uh, your take on, the, on this, on the Red Bulls? Yeah, I'm too much of a football romantic that I can like it, you know. I don't like it if it's like, if it's planned and bought like this and everything is connected and the players from Salzburg go for free to Leipzig and they have an advantage there again. That's what they do? That's what they do. A lot of uh, transfers uh, went from Salzburg to Leipzig for like nothing, for like no money. And even the Salzburg community is getting angry about that, but they're like, 
not the biggest wheel in that factory, you know. Then mm -hmm. the Austrian league and Germany is a little bit bigger. And you have the New York Red Bulls that's coming into play because Jesse Marsh is coming from there. So Tyler Adams too, yeah. Tyler Adams. Yeah. All right. So I would say we go to Group B, and Group B was maybe Wait. the most. Uh, one more thing on Bayern Munich. Yeah. Like, how can they be so good? Yeah, they're annoying me too. Honestly, it's. By the way, shout out to uh, Niklas Sule for the goal yesterday. Yeah, yeah. He's coming uh, back after his injury. Better and better. You know, he, last year, I mean, I, I said they would win it again this year, and I could be right. They're too good. I said it. You said Paris. No. Yeah, we're going to look that up again, but I think so. <laughs> So, but yeah, Bayern, Bayern strong, very strong. I think no one wants to beat, uh, go against Bayern in the next round. And all right, Group B. Yes. Group B. Most intense group in this Champions League this year with Madrid, Gladbach, Shakhtar Donetsk, and Inter. This group, honestly, uh, I watch a lot of the Mohen Gladbach. Mm -hmm. And I'm really happy they went through because I thought they played really well. Super they did, and they were, they were unlucky against Madrid and Inter in the first games where they conceded in the last minute. Yeah. What, what so, I think is actually like very hard is it's for Shakhtar because you beat Real Madrid twice. Twice. That's only your, that's your two victories of the group. So you and beat two them. Two draws against Inter. It's not two draws good. against Inter and two losses against. It's tough, man. When you feel like you beat the toughest opponent and then you don't go through. But that was. I thought that was like yesterday's Inter Shakhtar game. Mm -hmm. I thought they should have taken more risk earlier. Like they only started putting Alexis Sanchez, like the 80th minutes. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like I feel like Milan was a little bit. Uh, they lost playing their own game, you know. Yeah, I watched the, the Real Madrid game and then the last, when the game was like, I was like, all right, Gladbach is not going to come back the last 10 minutes. I switched to the Inter game and I have the feeling Shakhtar was just like happy with that one point. You know, if they would have won, they would have been second. But the, they were the last, just defending, yeah. playing on time. The last five minutes it was like this, but before that, like second half, Shakhtar was, was they were taking the chances. Okay, okay. But yeah, again, Conte... Again, doesn't make the group stage. Mm -hmm. Champions League so far, not his competition. Yeah, but uh, that was also. Do you see the images of uh, the player from Borussia watching on the board? Yeah, all on the iPad, that and then amazing. after the whistle, yeah. Was only winners in Madrid. Yo, and by the way, like two weeks ago, like people were talking about Zidane getting sacked from Madrid mm -hmm. in the Champions League. You know, Real Madrid always went through in the Champions League. Yeah, because they are Real Madrid. They've never, ever not went to the second round. That's crazy. That is crazy. But they have this mentality in games like this. They don't even have to play crazy good. They just do it, you know? Honestly, Modric is coming back to his best level. Yesterday was amazing. And Benzema too. I love Modric. You can always give the ball to him. It's, he never loses the ball. But yeah, congrats Real Madrid. Congrats uh Love it. All four German teams in the next round, side note. Ooh, you think this on me right before we talk about Marseille, huh? 
<laughs> yeah. This brings us to Group C, where Marseille has three points and finished fourth. And and City Porto went through and Olympiacos third. Yeah, no surprise here. Hmm. No surprise. Uh, no surprise. Do you like that in the in the group stage? It doesn't the goal difference doesn't decide if you have the same amount of points. The, it, it's the head to head. Is that new? I think it's new since like two or three years. Because I feel like it was that. I was surprised. Yeah. yeah, when the when I when I learned it was head to head for like so so mm. teams. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm old school. I like the goal difference. Me too. Like for example, when we talk about. Paris later on, they lost against Menu 2-1 at home and then they beat them 3-1 away, but only with a count on the last minute, you know, and that could be the difference. So, all right. Anyway, Group C, no surprise here. Group D? Ah. Group D, we have Liverpool, Atalanta, Ajax and New Zealand. You, you upset with Ajax, right? I am you so wanted them. I love Ajax and yeah, they had the final on the last match day as well. So yeah, and I I watched it. I watched. Uh, I didn't watch the first half. I watched the second half. Like it was typical, like Atalanta game. Like Ajax, they didn't have that player who could like create it or something different, and they they really struggled uh, getting chances. But they had one big chance, easy opportunity by a uh, Klassen. Like seventy fifth yeah. minute, I think, and and I love that player. I think he's so good. He doesn't look like a football player, but he's no, he does. So he's done. He I looks like a boxer. Yeah, and he looks like he's fifty years old. He's probably I don't know. I know. He he played for Bremen last year, so I know. Oh, him he did. Bit. Yeah. What a player! Yeah. I love him. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, but I was about to say, like Ajax, still like I think suffering from the loss from like De Jong. Yeah, the lead and yeah, you know. and Van de Beek too. I think Van de Beek will, oh, especially okay. Van de Beek. Uh, and Neres. Neres was injured, so he didn't play the oh, game. So they need players like this, yeah. they were missing that little extra creativity because obviously passing, they're gonna get out of there, bam, bam, bam. But then last third, yeah. like is so good at defending. So yeah, I'm very, very sad for for my for Ajax, Netherlands, French friends. Yeah, but Liverpool went through, no surprise there. And even the fourth, how do you say it? Mithiland? Mithiland? They only have two points, but they did some really good games in there. They had who some really they, good games. Who did they tie? I think not Liverpool. So I mean, Liverpool tie. at the last game, because ah, yeah, was, yeah, Liverpool yeah. was already through, they have one point there. But even before that, they... they they did not that bad. It's a tough group. I mean, all three teams, both of them want to go through. True. True. Group E. All right, Group E is like one, not a special one. Chelsea, Sevilla, Krasnodar, and one French team from the Uber Eats League. <laughs> <Rennes. laughs> and again, representing the French League really well. Oh, they, they, really they well. have one point. I thought they had zero. Yeah. We didn't talk about Marseille. You know they have the, like the record of loss in a row in the Champions League. Oh yeah, it was like sixteen games without winning or something like that. But they have three points. 
Yeah, they won in the last one. Uh, they won Olympiacos last week. But before, oh. uh, before that, they just beat the new record, like six, I think it was 13 or 16 games, losing streak. So they always qualify for Champions League, but they never perform there, right? Actually, Marseille has been a while. Before, it was more Lyon and Monaco in the last couple. Lyon, yeah. Rennes was their first time or second year. First or second year. Yeah. But, yeah, we didn't expect anything from them. When I think about Rennes, oh, I just think about this French midfielder they have, Camaringa. Camaringa, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's playing not as good anymore, but I think the whole team is a little under. But yeah. he's going to be a very good player. And can we talk about Chelsea and Olivier Giroud scoring four goals? Oh, I always tell my friends that Olivier Giroud is not that popular in, in France, right? He's, he, people hate him so much. I love him. Right? He's so and good. Like, my friends, and, and I don't understand it because I have the feeling he scores and he can also play, you know? It's not like a striker who just scores and maybe he doesn't have a good game. If he doesn't score, I think he's a good striker. He so much for the team too. And he, he's one of the most underrated uh, players, I think. And uh, right? every year he has to justify himself and he has to prove himself. Mm -hmm. And he's always delivering. His mental, you don't know what it takes from like the French media. It's crazy. But I know, but because he, he didn't score in the World Cup. Yeah, he didn't score in the World Cup, but you won the World Cup, and he still get like criticized. Like, it's, it's why do you even look for something? It's just because of the the Benzema, Benzema um, fight for the French national team, and then people instead of blaming the federation or the coach, they just decided to blame Giroud. And this guy didn't ask for anything. Like even Giroud said, like we could, I could we could have scored more goals maybe playing together. So why do you guys like think I don't want him in the team or whatever? But I just wanted to yeah. say, like, he scored perfect hat-trick, left foot, right foot, header, penalty. Four. He scored four goals, too, in one game, yeah. Penalty after that. So, all the Frenchies out there, give Olivier more credit, please. Yeah, please. Group F. All right. We have three Group minutes F. and 15 seconds. All right. Today, we can go a little bit longer because it's special, no? Oh, extra time. Okay. Maybe the ref extra. is in the bathroom and he's not going to... Cold. Yeah, and it's cold and he doesn't want to go out there. All right, Group F, we have Dortmund, Lazio, Zenit, and French. For me, no surprise there. No surprise either. Dortmund. I didn't really follow that. I just watched uh, the goals from uh, Dortmund, but I didn't really follow Lazio. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you one player from Lazio. Mobile. Oh, I could tell you one player. <laughs> Korea. Uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, Dortmund was struggling the last game a little bit against the need, but they got it done. No surprise there. Not a tough group. So now the next group, G, we have Juventus, Barcelona, Kiev, and Ferran Caramos. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one that got one point. Huh? Can you say it again? Okay. Ferenc Ramos. <laughs> if you say it really fast, it's all, it makes sense. Ferenc Ramos. Uh, uh, wow. 15 points. 15 points for both. Yeah. For you. And Juventus won 3-0 against Barcelona to get the first spot, which could be, when we see the draw on Monday, very interesting. I know. Because then, yeah. 
can get a tough team if you are second. I've watched a little bit of that game and they were they were very superior. Juve was like. Well, did you see the penalty decision, the first one? Oh my god! I would have been. What's so going bad. on? Everything nowadays is a penalty, and this is not even a foul, not even close. And he's a young defender. Like I would have been oh. so mad. It's shoulder to shoulder, and he just goes down and gets the penalty. It's, he just ante- he just anticipated the move and put his body in front. Like it's not right. Uh, it's actually good defending. It's great defending, and even uh, the handball. Like even if it's a handball, like the ball, the guy has the ball behind. He has a shot on target. I know. Oh, I hate every handball decision. Basically, it's crazy. It's like, I know you want to make it more attractive and more goals, but like you also no, have to be a defender. All these people making decisions and never played football before. They don't know how it is when you want to block a shot and it's like only two meters away and this guy shoots with like you don't crazy see speed. Player. You just put your body in front. But we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do an episode on, the, on VAR because we, uh, we have a lot to talk about on this. All right. Then let's move on to group... H, or oh, very exciting group two. There we have your your French team that is shining: Paris, Leipzig, Man United, and Basakeshi. To all my Man United fans out there. Oh, that's a tough one. You are going to play on Thursdays. See you guys Thursday. And if if you guys uh, watch Thursday, can you say hi to the, all the Arsenal fans as well? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be out of the league soon so it doesn't matter okay so but yeah Paris went through no surprise but they had to they had to fight too they had a difficult game at United where Martial missed a crazy chance remember that if that goes in and United wins this then it would be like different story right there yeah that, that's that's where they, they won the group is by beating Manu over there yeah because um, like they were they were qualified after that first of all, but it's just mentally then he put a lot of pressure on Menu and then and Leipzig too. But I think Leipzig yeah. did go honestly. Menu had too many bad games to go through honestly. Yeah, Leipzig was up to zero after like fifteen minutes, and I have to say, Man United five in the back, wrong decision. It's easy to say after the game, but in the halftime he changed it, but. They were, mark- the they were marking nobody. Because there were only two central midfielders. Yeah. And Leipzig is always overloading the middle. And they, they were not playing with a real number nine Leipzig. So it, it means the three center backs are actually marking no one. Exactly. Yeah. They always come short and overload the middle. But yeah, I don't know. Ole. Ole, I don't know. But... It was always, always in like criticism. He's never like on a safe seat. But... I think I think it's uh, it's close to the end for him now, honestly. But think so. um, PhD, I, PhD, I think uh, I don't know if they will go really far this year. Like I, I know I, I thought they could go, but I feel like something can be missing. Like Neymar and Mbappe, they won't be able to save them every every single game. Probably not. But I have to say, Neymar is looking really good. Yesterday was he was on fire. Even the game in Manchester he was Man, doing Man, he was on fire too. It was really good. 
if usually they always have injuries around like March, February, that's what put them in, but we'll see. Mm. But I'm really happy that Leipzig go through. Like I really enjoy watching them play, and I'm really. Oh, I rem- Happy. Remember the game in United in Manchester when Cavani had the, the chip on the oh, crossbar, wow. and then that the a story that. as well. And Ma- Marshall yeah. missed another one after that too. So yeah. that yeah. game was really like a decisive moment. And uh, yeah. and yeah, and last note because we're on uh, 18 minutes. Uh, did you hear about uh, Mourinho and the rule of uh, the Europa League when you finish third? No. So he was he was saying like he, he he thinks it's not okay for for to have the team that finished third to go back to drop into another league. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's I think it's not good for the league and it's not good for the team as well. Like don't tell me Menu wants to go in the Europa League and play, right? They don't want to. So maybe it's good for like team like Dynamo Kiev or if they would go like Ajax I don't think they want to go either like they have bigger ambition than that so then it adds more game to your schedule that's for sure plus it's a lot of traveling because it's a it's a it's a lot of uh, game Eastern Europe and all that yeah. and Thursday yeah. it means like your weekend games is all messed up yeah. and yeah. plus players like so like uh, Mourinho was saying like it's just not fair to the teams who qualify for that league when it, for them it's a lot like it's um, mm-hmm. bring those teams were supposed to be superior and, and very good and then they're just coming and kind of steal the show because you know that's you true. know like menu will probably go all the way to the same yeah level. that's what I'm saying it could be good if you win it but if you only go to the quarters then no one is going to remember I, that I heard I think it was Wenger who said that a couple of years ago if you go up to the quarters or maybe the round before that and you lose yeah. there, you're actually losing money by all the traveling mm. that you have to do. That could be Europe League is not that much money. Yeah. But so, yeah, it could yeah. be. But I think Ajax Ajax wants to be there because they play in the Dutch league and they need like the international That's feeling a little bit. That's true. That's true. So but yeah, I think let's see what the draw is gonna do on Monday. Maybe you get some interesting games. For sure, we're going to get some interesting games there. I'm excited, man. We could have some good games. We could Most have stuff to talk about. We could have a little... What could we have here? Oh, we could have a Barca... Re- oh, no, they can't play the same group. We can have a no. Barca, Borussia, Dortmund. Whew. We could have a... But- Paris against Barcelona. Barcelona is the probably the strongest second. I'm yeah. excited to see uh, who's uh, mocking Labbach is going to play. They can create history, but every every round they go through is going to create history for them. So it's sick. I know, but they were a very successful club, like in the 70s. They've been there before, but not the last five years. Yeah, 70s doesn't count. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 All right, we gotta wrap it up. It's 20 minutes. Oh my god, what do we do? Oh, it's okay. It's a special edition today. You do the closing of the show. Oh, the closing too. Okay. All right, guys. This was our little overview about the group stage this year of the Champions League. Let's see, like we said on Monday, what's gonna be up next, and any last words from you? Last Make sure to like, comment, share, and uh, engage with us, guys. Some of you are doing it, so really, really pleased to, 
to answer your question. Yes, thank you for that. And discuss. But uh, that's it for me. Thank you very much and see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.